Welcome to another episode of the Florida Culture Podcast, a soccer podcast for us, by us. We talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego. Got the, your boy TK, Papa TK. Got the oh, birthday hi. boy, Mary Kane. What's good with you, fam? Another year wiser. Got got the got the haircut on 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 smash. Yeah, and I'm glowing a little bit. I see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. And we got a long time part of the culture, Mark Nichols from Lady Night of Fan TV. What's good with you, bro? I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel a little better if uh, Chelsea did the business they were supposed to, but you know, it is what it is. Y'all did enough business over the weekend. Like, ain't nobody worried about y'all, man. (laughs) (laughs) Not a damn thing, man. (laughs) But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Rashad, another birthday, man. Like, how you feeling, man? Feeling feeling good, man. Feeling optimistic. And, um, hey, what can I say? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You know, we, we've been avoiding talking about this for the past few weeks. And, of course, as we recorded today, the, the inevitable finally happened. Liverpool got their got their trophy. They, won, they have won the league. But first, let's talk about Real Madrid. <laughs> yes. Yes. Real, real champions winning, winning leagues. Um, yeah. Number 34. Yo. I have this dream of mine, and especially once we get into it with the home team, uh, I, I really wish that I would, that I would just come to Atlanta, like, like on life, on life. Like the fact that you you've won three straight Champions Leagues, and now you've shown you can win without Ronaldo. You won, you won my league. I'm like, yo, I just need for Sedan to come here and why because I I didn't think I would ever get to the point but I think I'm off the the board train like for real like (laughs) man it's it's been a a long two weeks you know watching the home team basically stink that bitch up Woo. Yeah, and I just want to get y'all thoughts on like, like, what exactly went wrong? What did anything go right? Because I actually do feel like there is actually one thing that that went right, but but aside from that, everything went wrong. <laughs> but uh, of course, we uh, we lost each game one nil uh, to to New York, C- Cincinnati. What the? We lost to Cincinnati, bro. And then, of course, to our our dear Nagby's new home, uh, Columbus, uh, yesterday on Tuesday. What are, What are your thoughts? Like, what, what what's the postmortem on this? Birthday boy, you up first? I'll take it, man. Um, it's quite disappointing to say the least. I thought a few weeks ago, you know, we when we made our initial projections going into the tournament. None of us had them getting to the final or actually winning the final. Mm-hmm. I said very slim margin, but I also uh, added along that uh, continuity of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, this team was completely different now, even from the last time we played Cincinnati uh, during the regular season and we picked up a win uh, and just the season in general, in general. We don't have Martinez. 
Um, and there's lots of other players that are that are returning that return from injury, um, that are you know had different issues as far as visas and things like that. So they're now in the squad, and the squad has not had time to pretty much gel. And, and I'm not sure what the board is, is thinking as far as uh, tactical. So I think it's a hot mess because we don't have a. We, it looks like we don't have a a, a plan and play uh, going forward. So. It's and like we're just trying to do a lot of experimenting. And that's the weird thing because, of course, thanks to our our dear leader here in Georgia, Governor Kemp, uh, we were able to start training a lot sooner than a lot of teams were. Like, we had like a, about a good extra month over most teams. And to look the way we did, yeah, that was a hot shit of mess. Right. What, 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 and you what made you a got? great point with that. You made a great point. You were what definitely you early. Yeah, I mean, like, in terms of the struggles, I think it starts with uh, two players in particular, Joseph and Nagby, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, quite frankly, at their positions, they're two of the best in the league. I mean, Joseph is the best striker in the league, I think. And then Nagby, I think, arguably best midfielder, but definitely top five. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just feel like... But the thing is, we still have talent, you know? We still have, as I said in my fan cam, like, two of the biggest signings in MLS history. And so, you know, like those guys are underperforming and then other players are underperforming as well. I mean, like, uh, I didn't think Hyman was all that good. He's on a TAM salary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, like Escobar, who we know can be pretty good, did not look it at all in this tournament. Um, and it's just, it's, a, it's definitely a team thing. I think my thing is like, my question at this point is what actually are Du Bois' ideas? Because even if you go back to our his most successful period, right, I think it came after the players kind of had a mini revolt and were like, this isn't how we're used to playing. So DeWolf was like, okay, I'll, you know, let's go back to what y'all did a little bit last year. Let's play players where they're comfortable. Um, and he had the nice stretch in August, I would say, is probably the best. But he, yeah, after but that, it's up. been inconsistent. You know, going back to last, the, the way we ended the season, and then, of course, you know, okay, like, you, you lose Joseph, and they managed to win uh, the first couple games. Mm-hmm. Well, no, really, just the one game. Because, yeah, they lost during, during the national match. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it just, they've had so much time to, I guess, plan for this. And mm-hmm. the squad got healthy. Like, we were actually having a bit of an injury crisis when, yeah. the, when the season stopped. So I was like, okay, well, the squad's going to be healthy now. This, this, this is the best thing we can put on, uh, you know, this is the best team on paper that we can possibly have. And it's still pretty good, but it is just completely toothless. TK? Yeah, man, it was pretty bad. I can honestly say, like Mark just mentioned, we saw signs of this last year. And even when DeBoer first started to implement his plans within the team, it was shaky at best. And I just don't think that, I think the, the worst part of this for me is that DeBoer is not a manager who is able to man, manage his squad point blank. I don't think he can get th- these set of players onto his style of tactics. And I, I think this is the, we're reaping the benefits of that, so to speak. I mean, it's, it's you know, we've talked about it in past episodes. We, 
lost Gressel, we lost Nagby, we lost Tito, we lost Parkhurst, and a, bu- a bunch of other um, important players like uh, Pogba and Merrim and guys like that. And all things considered, especially in a in a cap regulated league like MLS, if you're going to drop those guys, it's going to be hard to get the same quality for the for the same uh, number. You know what I mean? And who we got in 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 place of place of those guys? I mean, they look like ass, like straight up ass, and. And I think what what frustrated me more, especially during the game against Columbus, was just this, the lack of hustle. It was just like y'all just walking. It's like I don't know if it's just a case of where, you know, you're just over it. You're like I'm tired of Florida. I'm tired of this hotel food. Like I'm tired of the bubble. I want to go see my wife and get and get some ass. Like I don't know what the what the deal is. I just know, you know, there's the only silver lining to this is that we're getting out of Florida. And 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 I'll, I'll add a second one. Since we already have points from the first couple of games of the season, we're not we're not in a hole like like Miami where you have no points at all. Like we're still mid table, all things considered. But at the same time, like there's no momentum going into whatever the rest of the season looks like. And I, I just I'm hoping that this time away from Orlando and whatever time that we do that the team gets back when they get back here to Atlanta, they're like, we need to figure shit out because I, I know a couple of things. Adam, John, eight, 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 Joseph. Uh, Emerson Hyman is not Nagby. Like you have to figure out what's going to work with what you have now. Cause if you're trying to work things the way they were last year, you're probably not going to get it. You had to figure out some type of way to work, make what you have now work. But um, what are our positives? If like what we got to find some positives, you know, uh, Bella was healthy and actually you know, showed signs of life. Like that's that's jumped out to me right away. Like he was probably like the best player that we had back in uh, against uh, New York and. Um, of course, he set out the, the Cincinnati game and he played against uh, Columbus. And he wasn't quite as good against Columbus, but at least there at least were some signs of life. Um, I think Barco's trying. I think that, I mean, I think for both Barco and for Pity, without Joseph kind of like to, to, how can I put it? Joseph is the guy who stirred. He's the one that brings it all together. Yeah. He's the guy that stirs the drink. And if you don't have that part, what what Barco and what Pitt does really is like it's like a headless monster. And right now, and like I'm gonna be started on on a three four three. If I see that shit when we get back, I I swear to you, it will not be pretty. Because any idea that you had with three four three, which I actually did say was better suited going into the season, but without Joseph, it's like yeah, you have you have no you have no finisher. So you, you, you kind of got to go back to what, what you have to go back to a safer option. And right now the three, four, three, eight, that's a safe option, but I'll let, I'll let y'all have at it. What's the positive Mark? Mark, you with me? 
Man, well, I'll go ahead with my own shit. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, Guz, I think Guzan was a, a positive. He seemed to oh, you, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, uh, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no go for it, man. I thought of the new players, I thought Lennon was probably the best. Like, he, I thought he was decent in the tournament, and, uh, I thought his service was okay. Um, you know, if we had, like, if we had somebody in the box, I mean, it seems like a lot of times it was only, like, one person in the box, or sometimes no people in the box. So, um, aside from that, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's hard to think of, it, it's, it's tough to think of positives. Yeah, it's, it's it's difficult, honestly, because like the thing is, like for me, I wasn't necessarily concerned about results. Like I think there's a lot of issues I have had with this tournament, and uh, you know I'm glad that cases haven't spread. I'm glad that the bubble's working. I still have yeah, the some... bubbles actually work pretty well. Yeah, it's worked pretty say, well. That's a positive. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. There you go. The bubbles worked. Can we stay? Um, can we stay in the bubble at least? <laughs> I don't know. Like how, <laughs> like, how does this even work when, when like, when people, the teams get eliminated? Do you have to stay there or do they go home? Is like, there a 14 day court team? Right. Dallas like, had uh, to like, stay. Did like, they? Yeah, they couldn't go right away. I thought, I thought they had to stay for like a week. Interesting. Mm. But I know um, they, they'd have to quarantine when they get home. That would make sense. Yeah, probably. Well, they, it's Texas, so they might just be free for all down there. But <laughs> do what you want. Do what you want. <laughs> Go on you now. Go on now. <laughs> um, I yeah. I'm, this isn't a positive, but I'm gonna touch on something you said, Grego, about uh, the play being slow. Um, you know, urgency is one way to one way to look at it, but I think also like that's a sign of players not being comfortable, right? And players thinking instead of doing and instinctively playing. Like, that's the thing that I think bothers me, it, especially in the tournament. We didn't see LA United play. You know, like, they would, ha- they would possess the ball, they pass it around, the center backs, the wing back, the, fo- the forward to come wide, maybe. Like, but there was no real, like, the dangerous... motion. Wasn't, there was no real motion. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's something that Tata used to talk about, too, you know, like having urgency or having intensity, you know? There it is. And we, we don't have that. We didn't have that, and I don't think we really have that under DeBoer. And I do wonder how the players who are currently there are feeling. Like, I wonder how I do, like, Remedi feels. Like, Remedi was actually pretty important to us winning MLS Cup. And, like, he's struggling to get game time. What, how, yeah. how does that even make sense? You know? Especially so I, given this, in this setup. awful 4 3 3. I'm like, 3 3 4 3. Like, you, you need two center mids. So I'm like, how are you not still not playing? And like you're still sharing time with uh, with Larry and Hyman and it, uh, right in that pond and Mo. Yeah, yo, Mo got. Well, go. he was preferred Mo to, go. but Mo, Mo got to go. go. Yeah, I'll, honestly, yeah. I think that's whack. <laughs> like I like Mo, but I really don't see what DeBoer sees. I'm gonna be honest. You know what? Last year, like he he really didn't play a lot. Like he got in, like he got in some action, but it wasn't like he was relied upon to be a starter, and, and I think for good reason. And I think we're seeing that reason now because it's not like he necessarily got better. It's just that the guys that were ahead of him last year aren't there anymore, and you have opportunity. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I with him I, last I year, I saw hustle. He had that, but you, you need more than hustle. Like you actually need, I think, especially for a team with this much talent, you actually have to have. 
actual talent behind you. Oh yeah, feel <laughs> to to start like it's it's. I know we talk about a lot the lack of competition. I think there's actually is competition for spots with this t- with this team. If you ain't bringing it, you shouldn't be starting. And I'm like, this guy shouldn't be starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he saw in training that week, but um, he definitely didn't bring it to the field or for the, any of those games. Yeah. But uh, what, what what you got, birthday boy? I was actually going to pick out what TK said about. Um, I don't think he finished what he was going to say about. Uh, Goose, Goose internet connection, but yeah, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, so uh, Brad, uh, that's a positive, you know. Brad, you know, Brad being Brad, you know, he came out and, and spoke some truth, man. The teams know where we're, uh, they need to be, and and this is not this is not proper soccer. Um, so you know, he said some truth, and hopefully, you know, the, the team heard what he said and and takes heed to those words and and really. I internalizes them and, and, and we can we can move forward and, and be better, basically. But I, I, I did appreciate that truth serum that he put out put out there because uh, yeah, we've been looking like sugar, honey, Ice extra tea? sweet iced tea. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> extra extra sugar in that bitch. But uh, what what you got, TK? What, what were we gonna say? Well, um, no, I'll, I'll I'll move on. Um, Gallagher was a uh, a, yeah. a bright point. For me, I feel um, he got subbed on and showed a little bit. Um, but I think what we're lacking still is um, the chemistry. And I feel like people are trying, but they're, they're, the team is just lacking that overall chemistry. And a lot of those things attribute to uh, some of the things you guys already mentioned. I know, Grego, before, just uh, can, uh, in regards to the time, the amount of time that they've had uh, to go ahead and kind of be prepared for this tournament. And uh, I was just, I mean, like, like that, that in itself just makes entirely no sense. Cause like I said, we, we had literally an extra month for some teams, like some teams, they weren't able to start training until like maybe like a week or two before the tournament even started. So I'm like, you know, this to come out and look that inept and not, and you, you've already knew that, Hey, you had no Joseph. So you had to adjust around that. And to, and I, and I think the thing that needs to be said is that these weren't blowouts. Like we we saw teams that 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 uh, got laid six against them. Yo, that that LAFC Galaxy game was fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, we saw teams that gave up four. Like like it wasn't like they weren't win- they weren't winnable games. It's just that you really just gave nothing that really resembled. Uh, a coherent attack at all. And I think that, you know, wherever we go after this, like that has to be addressed soon because I wanted to give the board the leeway of the fact that there's no just this year. So you have to adjust, but like, you can't look that bad and expect to keep your job. Like, it's just, it's just not, it's just not going to happen. But, um, I think also, I go ahead. I was going to say before, um, I was going to point out, like, uh, to your point, uh, you know, about there being no urgency and us trying to end the games being close. We, we, we lost every match one nil. Right. We didn't score anything. And the only threat that we, I could remember us having, you know, the first game against the Red Bulls, PT tried to pretty much put the game on his back in the last, what, 20 minutes. 
and and tried to shoot the lights out at every opportunity they could. Um, we just couldn't quite get it in the net. Um, and then the match against Cincinnati, that penalty that got called back because we were offside by mm. a, a hair. Um, other than that, the tech is very, very meager and, and uh, weak. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely need to, to figure that out because we we didn't really have too many other chances, but we were in every match. We just could have put one past the net. So, Yeah, man, it – there, there, there's a lot that could be that we could really go into that, but um, I did want to uh, make note of uh, announcement that came up earlier today uh, up the road, up 85, up in Charlotte. Uh, our our new neighbors to the north, uh, Charlotte FC, and you know they unveiled their 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 official name, uh, their logo, their their colors and whatnot. Of course. I think everyone that's been following them kind of expected the colors, you know, similar to what the uh, Panth- Carolina Panthers have because they're playing in the same stadium. They're all the same guy, all that, all that synergy and all that, and all that good stuff. But um, I got to tell you, the logo's trash. The logo, the logos. First of all, can some can 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 we design a logo for MLS for for some of these teams? Because I'm like, yo, like. We keep copying the same shit over and over and over and over because we pointed out on our socials that theirs kind of looks like ours. Then we, of course, we move back even further. Ours looks like uh, New York City FCs. And, of course, theirs looks like Manchester City. I'm like, we keep using the same template over and over and over. And, like... Can we just get some diversity, please? But uh, what, what, what are you guys' thoughts on, on the logos? Of course, uh, I, I, I've talked about uh, the lo- the crown itself looks like a like a sexual act, and I'm not. Uh, we're going to keep this somewhat PG-13. But uh, when when you, I'm going to just tell you guys, observe the negative space. Observe the negative space. What y'all got? It's hard to unsee. You, you, you can't. It really is. But uh, oh. what, do y'all, what do you guys think? I don't like the name. It, <laughs> yeah, it just feels a little uninspired. Um, they they could have did worse, but they could have did better for sure as well. So you know, like, it's half and half. Because like, let's let's see some of these names that they could have uh, gone with. They could have went with All Carolina FC, Charlotte Crown FC, Charlotte Town FC. They should, like for those of you who haven't been down here in the southeast, Charlotte. Is it obviously North, North Carolina? It's right by the South Carolina border. Of course, for a lot of people, the alternative to FC is SC, South Carolina SC Soccer Club. Just you, obviously, they're, they're going to market to the South Carolina side of the border as well. So I'm like, yeah, that would have been a perfect opportunity to say, hey, let's just use the the double the double wordplay and say, hey, let's use SC. But you know, I'm just thinking out loud, but. I guess that's too much for for people to do, but um, but yeah, do people we, we, do that. There's a there's a rumor going around on Twitter that the same guy who designed theirs designed ours. Yo, like, who was that guy up in um? Oh man, uh, I, I bring it on. It is like you guys you just copy the same the same square figures and like, prepare for total domination. Like yo, like that's basically what's happening here. You keep copying it, like you you. You use the same template, wait about two or three years, reuse it, 
do it all over again, put put new colors. I'm like, ta freaking da. It's but, it's uh, so funny too, like because this announcement came after yesterday. Um, LA's new NWSL team was announced, yes, yes, and they're yes. called Angel City, and like that, the names in NWSL are so much cooler. That's yeah, dope. even that name is yeah. dope. Yep, it is. Even uh, USL, yeah, uh, Charlotte yes. Independence. Of course, you get you got to wonder what's going to happen right. with them with with uh, MLS coming. To, I hope they keep the I hope they keep that team, even though their owners got got some funky views. But at, mm-hmm. if nothing else, you still need to have independent teams. You still need to have multiple teams in big markets. So hopefully, they they figure things out and they're able to find their niche within uh, within the Charlotte area. But uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, NWSL. Uh, uh, Mark and uh, I know they're about to wrap up uh, this this weekend. Of course, the semifinals actually are taking place right now. Mm-hmm. I know earlier today they had uh, Houston versus Portland, and Houston pulled it out one nil. And tonight they got Sky Blue versus uh, Chicago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're like the, the quarterfinals. Like they all went like, like with the PKs. I was like, yo, like that. That shit's like mad stressful. Like I, I, the fact that all of them went to PKs. I, I think all but one. I think, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, buckets over here. I was actually uh, <laughs> the old rules, right? Uh, I have some special intel from from Utah that I was talking to a, a certain player that's actually in the tournament, and uh, it was during the uh, the Sky Blue game. Uh, of course, they won on PKs, and it's funny because she was me that she was supposed to be next for Sky Blue had the, the shootout kept going, and uh, oh, wow. like yeah, like. Yeah, she was like, yeah, she's so glad <laughs> she, <laughs> that uh, she had to go up there. But uh, yeah, yeah, like, like it, it's it's been cool to see. Shout out to Jake for the login because yeah, I needed this shit. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like how this turns out. So we got Houston in the final, and uh, who y'all think uh, pulls it out tonight? Uh, Maybe something like that. Shot time. Shot Yeah, I think Chicago. I think Chicago. Yeah, that that, that sounds like a like a safe but yeah. There's been a lot of upsets in this, in this tournament, so I'll know. tell you what's upset in Chicago. What? Oh your yeah. boy. We're gonna get on that we're gonna get it in two up two down. But um I don't wanna drag him or not. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, pay a quick bill, we're gonna get over to Europe. We're gonna talk about uh Liverpool winning the championship. You never know. We'll be right back. FTCUTD. And we are back. Now Liverpool, I can't believe they did it. But first, top freaking dog that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, of course, you see the top half of this 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 uh, podcast is United. Down below is Chelsea, and um, we gotta give it to you. You know, y'all beat us on, on Sunday, FA Cup semifinals. You know, I mean. It took a long enough to beat us this this, this year because you know, 
took y'all a while, but <laughs> we'll give it to you. We'll give you a little win and everything. But uh, of course, uh, yo, like y'all didn't let Pulisic keep playing. Like I, I don't, I don't know what happened as far as why he came off the bench today against Liverpool, but all I know is he gave Joe Gomez that work, that absolute. <laughs> Do you have a theory, Mark, on this? Why? Um, so going back to Sunday, you know, I feel like uh, Frank kind of pulled out his inner Mourinho, so to speak. You know, he came out the three four three. You know, they were. I, I think we were set up to cover weaknesses and not make mistakes, and I think that was smart against United, Man United, who they've been good recently, but I think over the course of the season, been a little inconsistent, right? And so, like, that attack, that front four had been fire. And, by, and, like, Man United did not play the best team. So, that's, like, a big part of it as well. But, um, so, like, coming into today, I think it was kind of, like, it was basically, it was the same lineup as Sunday. So, or, yeah, Sunday. So, it was, I think that was the idea. It's just, like, you know, kind of Kind of ride back. with it. Ride with it. Yeah. Minus exactly. the worst keeper in the league. Yo. Yo. I, I didn't realize, like, how, like, how things had had gotten bad with uh, with Keppa. That dude. How bad go. his form has dropped. <laughs> that dude got to go. Like, like between between maybe it's a Spanish thing because of course we were saying the same thing about about De Gea after Sunday. I was like, because he basically like he he beat he beat us more than y'all beat us. Like yeah. I was like, this dude got got to go. Got to yeah, go that, that's kind of the feeling, man. Yeah. yeah, it's like what are we doing here? Um, I know I sent you guys earlier the clip, but Mark, you may have seen it um, secondhand or something like that. Basically, the entire bench is yelling at Keppa to come Keppa, off the Keppa. damn uh, off his yard line. He won't even like come one yard off his goal line. It's ridiculous to block that shot that uh, Van Dyke rocketed over the net. Luckily, but that would have been the end of the game if it, the momentum was already swinging in Liverpool's favor. So this is one of those things, man. If um, if you're gonna be a the biggest transfer fee for a goalkeeper. Um, you gotta be able to come off the line, man. You gotta command the box. I mean, like, there's, there's nothing that we're getting from Kepa right now that I see. That's, um, like, I wish he'd bust out his dick like he did when he refused to sub off. I'm sorry. That seems like, like, that, take some of that confidence, big man. That seems like so long ago now. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, when he has some mojo. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, it's wild because, like, I, I mean to jump in, but I, I need to I need to say something about Arsenal real quick because <laughs> you know last week they were king shit. They beat Liverpool, they beat Man City in uh, in the other semifinal. We're thinking like, hey, we might we like this shit with um with Arteta might be working after all, and then they shit the bed against Aston Villa in in just the most Arsenal way possible. I'm like. Can you just never know which which Arsenal you're gonna get? Like Jedi. <laughs> I think uh, with Arsenal, I think the way I see it is this: like I, I do think Arteta has shown that he has good ideas, like and understands generally how to set up his team and so on. I think he's working with what he's got, and I think a lot of times teams who like clearly need new players, right, but clearly lacking in quality, have trouble breaking down those smaller teams. 
like Villa are fighting for their life. You know what I'm saying? Like I know it's Villa and they're in a relegation position, but like they don't come out differently, you know, with everything on the line for them. So I guess yeah, it's a little surprising, but like it's not the same as like versus Man City when I have like thirty percent possession, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a different game, I think. Absolutely. Rashad? Uh, <laughs> that's, I was just going to say, I was just, what was playing in my mind is just like uh, that match. All I could think about is uh, not Arsenal, but Arsenal. You know, just a uh, <laughs> <just the laughs> running joke, you know, just. I, I didn't expect to see that coming, actually, just their recent form. I just didn't expect to see yeah. them wet the bed against uh, Aston. We, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Of course, last weekend they played against Spurs in the North London Derby. Uh, Spurs beat, beat them there. Like I said, like, it's like the last, like, 10 days have been, like, the most Arsenal shit ever. Like, you, you lose against Spurs, then you turn right around, beat Liverpool, then you go even further, you beat Man City, and then uh, we're going to lose to a team that's fighting relegation. Like, like I said, would a, would a real Arsenal please stand up? Like, let us know who you are and, you know, what. which one should we expect going into next year? Because, of course, this weekend is the last, final week in the EPL season. And, you know, actually, uh, we're looking at some um, some interesting uh, battles. Of course, uh, our guys got kind of uh, uh, Lester. We're fighting for third place. We're going to keep third place. And You hope. Uh, you hope. Yeah, you should be in third place. What happened? There's like nine permutations. You know what? Like, I, like someone showed, showed me uh, uh, the table like back before the shutdown. Like, well, at some point, what before shutdown? Like, less was like 14 points up on on us. So like, people keep joking about us like still being in fifth place. I'm like, no, like we keep winning. Leicester keeps losing, and then, then you know, thanks to Liverpool, you know, Chelsea got a got a fight for it too. So. We'll see how, how how Sunday goes, and um, I guess y'all just have to enjoy fourth place. The, you, you your your jersey won't match match your foot your place, so good luck on that. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Da, da, da. But yeah. um, but yeah, man. Uh, there was a uh, one other thing I wanted to um to get into uh tonight. Um, I don't know. You want to you want to say before two up two down down. Because I, 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 since you're the Atlanta boy up in here, I, I want to make sure that you give a give a good shout out to two Atlanta icons that we lost over the weekend: John Lewis and CT Bevian. Like, uh, give give us your thoughts on that. So, uh, you know, recently we we lost two two giants: um, John Lewis and and the Reverend CT Vivian. Um, both very iconic in the black community and in the civil rights community and within the Atlanta community, um, you know, giving their lives to service, uh, to the betterment of people in general, not just black people and black culture, but just everyone, because our triumphs and, and our life, you know, and, and what we endure on a daily basis, um, you know, is a reflection on society. So if, you know, if we're if we're taken care of, then society looks promising, and that's what they fought for every day. Um, and it's like it's men like that that um, 
have us in a position where, uh, you know, we wouldn't be the city that we are. Um, and, and we wouldn't be fighting for what we're fighting for without those men. So they put their life on the line for us. Um, and we, we appreciate all of their works um, and the things that they've done for our community and for the city. And, and it's, it's tough that we lost both of them back to back. You know, John Lewis last Friday and Reverend Vivian on Saturday. But, um, you know, these are, these are two two civil rights icons that will be forever missed, uh, truly missed. In the last few days, just reflecting on, you know, how they've touched so many people, um, just listening to people that I know, their stories, and, and, and even my story, um, just with meeting them, and just, you know, they've touched so many people, man. It's going to be a tough transition without them. So, uh, you know, may their legacies live on. And, that, um, and I know their work is going to live on because we're not going to let it die. So, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, what, what you got, TK? <clears throat> no, man, I just uh, wanted to just re-echo those thoughts that uh, the mayor just gave out. They were, uh, I probably get not said it any better, honestly. Indeed, indeed. Um, of course, uh, uh, of course, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, name sets are going out. Um, you've had had a bit of a backlog uh, getting shipped out. I just got to the post office too late and uh, had to go had to go back on a different day. But um, people should already be be receiving uh, name sets. More will be uh, sent out by Friday. So by the time you guys listen to this, they should already be on on the way out to you guys, and you'll probably get them like either this weekend or the first part of uh, next week. Uh, of course, uh, go to ftcutd.myshopify.com. I said we're still doing the Black Lives Matter name set, so make sure that you get that. Put them on your jerseys. Share once you get impressed. You know, sh- share those pictures with us because we want to be able to shout you guys out on on the nets and the social media and everything. But um, uh, so like, quick question before we go to two up two down. So like, of course, of course, you 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 guys have listened to us. Uh, you know. Of course, keep going throughout the shutdown. What have you guys been doing on? How have you guys with uh, Fan TV? Have y'all been keeping with up with the content during the pandemic times? Yeah, so we never stopped recording. Um, we still put our episodes every week. Um, in terms of how we record, it's just like this. You know, I haven't seen AJ in person or in months or Tanner for that matter. Um, and yeah, I mean, like just been. Obviously, like, especially early in the shutdown, like March, April, when nothing was going on, you know, all you got to talk about is uh, what might happen in COVID, you know, because it's, uh, you can't not talk about it, right? So, um, but I mean, like, at that time, kind of, I guess, in a way, it did kind of fly by because, yeah, it seems like it's just been nonstop soccer for the last couple months now, or a month even? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, like, like it's, it's kind of like hippie, like all of a sudden like my We're league running, is done, man. my league mm-hmm. is done, EPL is about to be done, mm-hmm. Bundesliga the end of the weeks ago, like, it's like, oh shit, like, like we're actually, it actually like f- flew by pretty quickly, of course, we still got uh, Champions League to finish, to finish up uh, next month, right. and... Uh, and Europa. Yeah, in, in Europa, and... So a cup, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, and uh, it, it's 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 flown by. Of course, we still got a couple more weeks of 
uh, MLS uh, tournament. NWSL wraps up this weekend, so you know. Let's, let's let's do a hot pick real quick. Atlanta's out, so the home team is out as far as we're we're concerned here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's hear your pick, Mark. Uh, I'm gonna go with an X. Uh, Darlington Nagby's new team, like they look, they look really good, they and do. I think that they, they would have yeah, been I like agree. a top three team in the East had there been like a real season. So um, that's probably my pick. That's probably who I'm gonna root for, honestly, because I do like watching them play. Who you got, who you got Rashad? I, I, I second that. I, I take uh, Columbus Crew. I like to see them uh, pretty much advance all the way. I mean, that's what I'm doing. Gregor? Um, I'm going to be different. Um, as, long as, they don't, as long as they realize there are more teams than LA Galaxy, I like LAFC. Because the fact that you have... You, you, your MVP didn't didn't come uh, to the tournament, and you're still scoring with ease. Like that's a what, dangerous team. What's like, that like? I forgot. <laughs> it's, it's been at least two years. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I like them. I like I like Philly as well. Uh, but yeah, I think that as long as they keep their focus this time, like and not. And not blow it too soon, uh, like they did during the playoffs last year. I like LFC. So my pick is Toronto. Ooh. Going yep. with uh, the the Ao right? Ao Ao man, kids on uh starting to get on fire. So uh, we'll see how he he fares in his next match. But I think they have a good chance to uh, to go pretty deep in the tournament and potentially win it, especially from their side and Columbus has got like when we were originally thinking that we could go a little bit further um, I was saying all roads are through Columbus so um, I think Columbus has got a good route uh, so we'll see how it all works out yeah absolutely but um, would you yeah. would you rather see against Toronto uh, TK work with the next round uh, Montreal or I don't. I want. I want to see Montreal go as far as possible because I want success for uh, the one of the only black managers in MLS. So, just uh, on that fact alone, honestly, this is like you do know the winner of that match goes to Toronto. Plays Toronto. Yeah. So let the the best team win. This is like the most we've seen Montreal on US TV like ever. (laughs) I just (laughs) that out there. But um, yeah, they, they look good. They do look good. And, of course, you know, Henri, it, it looks like, you know, what he's doing is working. And also, a quick quick note on that on that end as well, uh, Jeff Stam, Cincinnati, got them looking good as well. Like, you know, like because they've been. Yeah, like, Cincinnati, are, they look, honestly, after watching this game, um, in, as we are actually running this pod, they just finished up, man. They they look polished, you know. they it looked a little touch and go during that first match, but they've definitely cleaned things up since. And, you know, just like they've, it looks like whatever they got wrong in that first game, they definitely fixed, you know, afterwards. And that goes to good coaching. And, you know, you have to be able to, re- to receive that instruction as well. So I, I wonder what's in their FTC Cup. <laughs> I see what you did there. Aha! But um, let's uh, let's let's wrap this thing up. Let's get up to up to down. What you got, TK? Uh, my down is gonna be the the Senate man. Pass the Heroes Act. 
now immediately do that shit man it's been at least two weeks since they've just been kind of sitting on their hands we got social unrest happening people getting kidnapped up in north uh pacific northwest all sorts of fuck shit happening um so we just went explicit love it but it's um it's unfortunate so i i want to see there's a lot of people out here hurting that are now infected with covid that you know can't go to work and uh it's nothing they could have done more to uh, prevent that from happening so there's a lot of families hurting across the country so pass the damn heroes act you know i implore you to reach out to your um your representative and let them know how you feel um my up will be my baby's a month old today. And you're still alive. Still alive. <laughs> still alive. Uh, but the, the, you know, the um, things are getting more projectile. I didn't think that was going to work that way. <laughs> I, I know I had voiced some grievances about this previously. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hold off on that it. whole kid. Yeah, thing this is there. a process. No, it's, it's, I, I, I also implore you to dive straight into parenthood the shit is a a wonderful reward so that's all i got pass it on what you got marky mark so (laughs) (laughs) um for my down uh it's it's gotta be covid man and uh you know all these other countries you know they handle things the right way they're starting to reopen a little bit starting to get back to normal and we're just like back to square one, pretty much. You know, our governors out here acting crazy. Like, I just want people to take this seriously. I want everybody, individuals, to take responsibility. You know, do the social distancing, stay home as much as possible, wear your mask. You know, like all the stuff we see about people protesting mask mandates. I mean, like that's you know, that doesn't even make sense to me. So that's my down. My up is probably Sunday, honestly, because. You know, EPL wraps up, and this is one of the most exciting final weekends we've had in a while. Like, we don't, we still don't know who's really getting relegated. We really don't know who's going to be top four. Like, a lot of games are going to matter on Sunday. And then you got the NWSL final, which is going to be on Big CBS. And the last, the the first, their first game was on Big CBS, and it was the biggest game of the weekend. And so, you know, my whole thing is like, just if women's sports got the benefit of the doubt, and a fraction of the support that men's sports got, it would it would thrive. And yeah. so, like, I'm looking forward to seeing that game, see what numbers comes out of that game. I'm just looking forward to soccer on Sunday. Well said. What you got, birthday boy? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll let my previous uh, words do the speaking for my my not so good down. Um, I, I it's a it's a down, but you know, with uh, John Lewis and CT Vivian, so I'll let that speak. Um, on the upside, your boy has crossed the, you know, took a trip around the world again. So, like you just said, it was my birthday. And um, and my Red Devils are third, baby. Yeah, so life is good right now. You know, they didn't see us coming. You know what I'm saying, Grego? They didn't see us coming. But That's what I'm saying. What know, are you talking about? Sitting, Dude, you guys had a run. <laughs> you see where we are. We're literally sitting on top of who's in fourth on the table. So right below me, right below us. So I want you to I'm, know when, when, when the tiles get reorganized on the, <laughs> the video. Hey, hit my words. line. Hit my line. <laughs> hey, if the table shifts. 
Hey, you can call my line and you can talk as much shit as you want to, all right? <laughs> I give you that permission. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, my uh, downs. Oh, I'm not going to say it's a down, but it's actually a welcomed, a welcome back. Leeds United. Uh, first time since 2004, they're promoted back to the Premier League. Of course, for those of you who who are fairly new to the game, Leeds United used to be a giant in English soccer. And they ran into some money issues back in the early 2000s. Ended up getting relegated, go, ended up going into administration and basically been, you know, trying to figure out the ways in the lower divisions. And they won the second division in England, the championship this season. So they're going to automatically promoted to the EPL. You know, welcome back. We're ready to beat y'all ass. It's been a while. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I know uh, United and Leeds, that used to be big yeah. time. So oh, we ready for them too. Don't you worry. Yeah, that's that's who we uh that's who this final was for the FA Cup in 1970. Mm, mm, mm. So I think it's going to be pretty righteous that this is our 50th anniversary and we're in back to back FA Cup finals. It it, it w- would take Liverpool winning the championship for Leeds to finally come back. You know, this is, <laughs> it, this is what 2020 has has done to all <laughs> of us. You go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, they have made for some epic celebrations. <laughs> we'll see. Both Leeds and Liverpool. Like. But uh Man. but yeah, the uh the of course we another up. Honestly, I'm glad they finally did the right thing here. MLS has announced that Charlotte, Sacramento, St. Louis, they're pushing their start dates back a year. So Charlotte instead of starting next year will start twenty twenty two. And Sacramento and St. Louis will start in 2023. All these considered, I think this is the best move for everyone because because of how crazy COVID has 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 become, the last thing that you want to have happen is those expansion teams can't get off on the right foot and start playing in front of fans and everything. Of course, you still have Austin that's going to be starting next year, and they've had enough of a head start to where they feel comfortable going ahead and starting next year, but I definitely think that uh, pushing everyone else back a year, give them enough time to get all the ducks in a row and, you know, and also reach out to their communities, make sure their tickets, ticket sales are strong. I think that in the end, it'll work out for everybody. So um, that's actually a a decent positive for MLS. I, I, I still got more ups. I don't know what to do here. Uh, I, I missed the up myself. Um, yeah, man, break them uh, off. Yeah, me break too. Actually, uh, uh, one of my the other up I wanted to to say is uh, shout out to uh, Major League Soccer, um, uh, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball is coming back. Uh, we're slowly starting to get back to some sort of normal, but uh, bubbles are working. The bubbles yeah. are working. The Tuck strategy is pushed in Tuck. ahead of time, uh, but you don't really hear any uh, too many positive results. The uh, the NBA tested over 300 players, and there were zero positive results uh, recently. So they've gotten underway uh, getting their season started. Um, baseball starts tomorrow. The tournament, um, MLS is back, has been going. Uh, so you haven't really had too many positive results. So uh, they, 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 they the, well. the bubbles are working. So good job. 
NFL, take notice because otherwise this shit ain't gonna work. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there was one other thing. Still. Of course, we talked about last week with the with the Washington Football Club changing their name. Up in Canada, the Edmonton football team has also chose to drop their name, the Eskimos. Uh, they actually just be just they just go straight as the Edmonton Football Club while they figure out their rebrand. You know, I'm. I figured at some point, while we're all all on this equality and Black Lives Matter tip, that you know, hopefully, other ethnicities can get some of their issues, to, uh, you know, addressed as well. And you know, it may not seem like it's a big thing, but at the same time, it all matters. So, de- definitely glad to see uh, those two issues uh, get a, get addressed and everything. But um, oh, and last but not least, Ma- uh, Mayor Keisha versus Governor Kemp. I just need them to fight. I just need them to fight at this point. Because, like Tekken yeah, I, or Street Fighter? What would yeah. be your preferred? At, at, at this point, I need that. I need, I need a Street Fighter fight, and then I need for them to Marvel go. Capcom. And then in two years, I need for them to go fight for the gov- governor's house. I mean, if, if we can get go- camp out sooner, that'd be great. But at the very least, yeah, I'm going to need to say that in two years. But yeah, yeah. Governor, uh, <laughs> governor Kemp. Mayor Keisha for mandating masks here in Atlanta, which makes no sense because he's out here wearing a mask. I'm like, whoopsie. Did he did he sue the mayor of Decatur? No, no, no. Mm, interesting. There's a couple other s- cities where they have mask mandates. Mm-hmm. Savannah. Mm. Yeah, but you know, tell you what the common denominator is. Mm. TK. <laughs> tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Papa TK. All I know is I got I got I got fifty on Keisha. So. <laughs> okay. One uh one positive I want to throw in real quick too. Uh, I do appreciate the tribute from the home team uh, for John Lewis. You know I thought it was appropriate. Um, and you know and so when since the movement started, I have been looking to Elaine and I to see what they've been doing. Uh, I think they've been okay, but uh, uh, I thought the tribute to John Lewis was was. Yeah, it, like I said, it was appropriate. I appreciated it. Yeah. Good deal. Good Actually, deal. I got one as well. I'll throw a lesson. Um, not a sport everyone's into, but F1, um, Lewis Hamilton, the only black man in the sport, is bringing light to a lot of the diversity issues and blatant, uh, not blatant, but, you know, systematic, as people say, racism that is just ingrained into most places all over the world. And um, it's just nice to see a light on that uh, for those who are, uh, you know, kind of into the racing world um, to see Lewis you gave, uh, Mario about it. That smoke. Yeah. Well, the thing is that I guess we'll make it a, a down because he had to get into it. Mario Andretti. And, you know, that was like on everyone's ticker on the uh, news feeds, ESPN. But uh, even before that, man, it's kind of been like a farce with F1. If you watch it, they rush the Black Lives Matter. Like everyone kneels before the race and then they do like the national anthem of the country that they're in. But it's, it's really rushed. It looks horrible. Like just on camera. You just do another um, thing. It, it really, it really. Did, did he touch like the ground? Okay, we good. <laughs> well, even the first, when they first announced it, it's We Race for All. And then they used the moniker of the um, LBGTQ rainbow as, as the label. And I'm like, this is not the same thing. So for, for me, F1 is really getting it horribly wrong. I've only ever seen <sighs> one black guy on F1, and that was as a mechanic, but I can get into that. 
a whole nother day. Um, my <laughs> other side of the up is that Lewis Hamilton is back and the leadership for the championship. So uh, I'm just eager to see him uh, achieve this uh, this next championship. It's, I have the record uh, over uh, Michael Schumacher. And that's it. Cool. Black cool. excellence, you know? Black always, excellence. always. Sorry we ran out of time to talk about Liverpool winning the championship. Maybe we'll do it next week, but that's all we have for Will for it be relevant then? <laughs> you know, by the end of the season, we'll be over. You know, we won't have to talk about it, so I'll tell you. But, uh, but yes, where can they find Atlanta United Fan TV? Mean Mark. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ATLUTD Fan TV. Uh, yep, on the, uh, and of course, YouTube. Yes, indeed. And of course, as always, you can catch us at FTC. UCD. That actually sounded pretty good. I, I like that one. But yes, uh, make sure you catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, still TikTok, kind of. Um, no, we need to get off TikTok, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, 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 uh, spyware. <laughs> the uh, you, uh, YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe. Hit the likes. You know, we're trying to get get our, get our YouTube YouTube game up. Like our guys at and TV. Thanks, Mark, for coming on the show. Next week, we'll talk about final uh, NWSL. We'll talk about more of the MLS tournament. We'll actually even go into some basketball, you know, because, of course, NBA, WNBA about, about to start back up. But, yeah, catch y'all soon. In the meantime, for TK, for Mayor, for Mark, for Coach, Grego, Coach is real, Coach is everywhere. We will see y'all soon, and we out.